wanted to get quick information about the weekly Sabbath school lesson? Well, you're nearly there. Just press the button and you will get important key informations about the weekly theme. Easy to understand. Short inversion, 5 minutes each day, 30 minutes each week. You will be well prepared for Sabbath in church. Your friends will be astonished about your knowledge. Rest in Christ, finding peace in Jesus. This is what we are going to study for three months in 13 lessons, finding out how we can find this wonderful safety, resting in peace. In Jesus Christ. How can it be? How can we find this? If we find it, we will experience the highest quality in life ever. We are going to study this. I hope you will be with us. In our study about rest in Christ, we study lesson six, finding rest in family ties. Our text for this week is in 2 Peter 3, the last two verses in this epistle, verses 17 and 18. You therefore, beloved, seeing, you know these things before. Beware lest you also, being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness. But, so instead of this, falling down, grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory, both now and forever. Amen. That's the end of the second epistle of Peter. Now, what are we going to look at in this week? It's about Joseph, a person living in Palestine long, long time ago, nearly 2,000, uh, nearly 4,000 years ago. And there we read about a very special young man. 
what he is going to do in this dysfunctional family. And we will discover that there was a mystery in his life, that he succeeded in life. There was a certain point which helped him to overcome all tribulation, to overcome all his fears, and he became a follower of Jesus in a way we we, we wonder how this could happen. So we try to learn something from him about his mystery, which was trusting in God. How did it come about that he learned trusting his Father in heaven? Dysfunction at home. We don't really know how much blessing there is in a family which is in harmony. But from the first parents onwards, we see in the Bible there are problems there and again. Abraham and Sarah, when she did not get pregnant, pregnant, she invited Abraham to have a child with her Hagar, her servant, and which worked. And Ismail was born, but afterwards Hagar became very proud and rebellious, and so in the end she had to leave with her son Ismail, which became the founder of the Arabs. And then when we look at Isaac's sons, Jacob and Esau, the twins, which were so different, and Jacob had to flee, otherwise his brother would have killed him, because he had betrayed him. And Jacob, when he wanted to marry Rachel in another country far from his home, but with relatives, he discovered that he was betrayed as well, and in the end he had to marry two women, although he had only wanted one, Rachel, but he had to take Leah as well. And in the end, we can see what's here on the photograph, <laughs> a big family, many, many children. In the end, he had 12 sons coming out of these two wives and their servants. So in the end, four women who gave birth to Jacob's children. And this was the situation when Joseph was born a son of Jacob. Choosing a new direction. Joseph was the son of Rachel, the favorite wife of Jacob. And Joseph had a 
a fine character. He was different than his brothers. And Jacob liked him so much that he made a very special cloth for him, full of colors. And his brothers, they did not like that at all. They hated him. And one day when the ten brothers were away with the kettle, finding grass for them to feed on, Joseph was sent to them with food and to look for them if everything was okay. And when he appeared on the scene, these ten brothers, they saw their chance coming. Now he's alone without his father. Now let's kill him. But the firstborn, Reuben, he saved his life and they put him into a ditch and there he stayed for a while and Reuben looked for the kettle and in the meantime Ismailites came by and one had the idea let's sell him as a slave to Egypt and they acted like this although Joseph begged and begged and wept and, and so on they sold him and then he was on his way to Egypt up to this point in time he was the best loved in the family and now he was a slave he was so shocked, 17 years old. But then on his way to Egypt, after much, much weeping, he made a decision. And the decision was the following. He had heard about his father's experience with his God. He had heard about this letter going up to heaven and the angels went up and down and on top of the ladder was Jesus. He heard about the fight at the river Yabok and so on. And he remembered the stories his father had told him and he wanted to be loyal to this God of his father. Finding true self-worth. Now finding true self-worth is something which is in the experience of every young person. When you start up into life as a youngster, you soon find out if you manage anything in a fine way, yeah, then you are worth something. If you do not manage anything, then you are worth nothing. So in this way, it was not so easy for a young person to come up. But now Joseph is sent to Egypt as a slave. So he is one who doesn't know the culture. He's there for the first time. He doesn't know the language. He's 17 years old, no friends, no one he can talk to, and is sold as a slave into a house of a very noble person, Pharaoh's bodyguard, and there he has to work as a slave. And he starts at the bottom of the work. But his master soon discovers 
Oh, this is a fine lad. And he gets jobs which are a bit more responsible and another one and another one. And soon his master finds out, oh, this young boy, yeah, that's a fine boy. That's a fine guy. Okay, next job, next job. And whatever, whatever Joseph has to do, it succeeds, the work under his hand. Everything under his hand turns to gold. And Potiphar, the bodyguard of the Pharaoh of Egypt, is pleased, very, very well pleased. And in the end, Joseph becomes manager of the household of Potiphar. He trusts him in everything. It's a top job in young days. So it's, it's a wonder. Miracle. Doing relationships God's way. Joseph is the star in Potiphar's house in Egypt. He's the manager, he's in control of everything, and he manages it in such a fine way that Potiphar is so pleased. And we read in Genesis 39 that Joseph was a goodly person and well favored. And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph and she said, Lie with me. Oh, what to do now? He's the slave, she's the master. What to do now? And he refused. And uh, Joseph tries to explain her why he refused. Behold, my master doesn't care about anything what is with me in the house, and he has committed all that he has to my hand. There is none greater in this house than I, neither has he kept back anything from me, but thee, because you are his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? Ah, that's interesting to read. Joseph tells her, it would be a sin against God. And I do not want to trespass God's commandments. I want to be in harmony with my God. And he appeals to her mind that she's able to understand and that she will stop doing so and speaking in this way to Joseph. But... There's no chance. She wants to get Joseph into her bed. And she is in this way daily. 
the great controversy up close and personal. There is a great controversy between Christ and Satan. And this great controversy you will feel personally within you. Christ or Satan, whom will you follow? Now Joseph is in this situation. He knows what God would like him to do, and he acts like this, and therefore there's blessing, blessing, blessing in this house. And then, this wife of Potiphar, which is a very, very dangerous situation. She wants to seduce him, committing adultery, and Joseph tells her, it's, it's against God, therefore I cannot do it, and he refuses to do so. When she tells her husband the story, it's a different one. So that Joseph is the seducer. And normally this is something you are killed at once. But Potiphar trusts Joseph and he sends him only to prison. But there soon... <laughs> the boss in the prison trusts him so much that he gets the key for, for every cell. It's great. And what we can see in all of this is trusting God is, on the long hand, in the long run, the best you can do. Even if it is like a wave, up and down, up and down. In the end, you will be up. But it's a great controversy. It is not an easy way, but a fulfilling way. And in the life of Joseph, we see how the devil tries to lead you astray. But if you are a strong-minded person, loving Jesus, promising him to follow him, whatever will come in life, you will be blessed even when you are in prison. Be sure about that.